We have a thousand things to do, but we'd rather chat to you. With emails and meetings and husbands and kids, we don't have time for this. Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast. Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I'm your host, Gemma Pranita, aka Gemma Peanut on the gram, along with my co-host, Kate. Hello, Kate. Hello, I've had five coffees. I can tell. Woo! I've just stuck with my week mocker today and I'm feeling fab. We're both solo parenting this week. We are indeed. Gotta love that for us. Gotta love that. Uh, You know what? Unpopular opinion. Sometimes it's easier. I know what you mean. Sometimes it's easier. There is merit in the idea that when you're parenting on your own, you kind of just get on with it. Just get on with it. You know that every ounce of responsibility is on you. Yep, you just get it done. But when you're both in the household, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of like, can you do this nappy? Can you put the dinner on? Can you run the bath? Oh, can you? I'm doing this. It's a bit more of a do-si-do. There's a negotiation and a nagginess that is removed when it's just you and your crazy kids. Yeah. With my solo parenting this week, I've just been on it because there ain't nobody else. Well, that's it. When we came back from the UK ahead of my husband, I had three months here, just me and the kids. I've never been more efficient. Yep. Like all the clothes were clean. There was nothing in the laundry basket. Always had food in the house. Had stuff for breakfast. Always had milk that wasn't off. It was just so on it because I had to be. Yeah. Because you can't duck out, you know, at bedtime or whatever because kids are asleep and they just got you. I don't know. Can't say it would be easy long term. Shout out to all the single parents out there doing it on their own all the time. Round the clock. But I gotta say, sometimes it's easier. But five coffees. <laughs> you know, I once dated a guy who worked overseas a lot. And of course, we were both actors at the time and we were both working on project by project basis. So sometimes one of us would be away for like three months or something. So we spent chunks of time apart. And I would get into my own rhythm and flow of living life solo. Yeah. And then I always remember that when he would come back, I'd be like, oh, you take up so much space. Yeah, you're in my shit. It was a real adjustment period. Totally. And then I would fall into the rhythm and flow of us being a duo again. And then he would leave and then I would be sad for a couple of weeks. And then I'd be like, oh, no, I'm rocking this solo life. And it was just this same cycle of adjusting multiple times a year. Yeah. And I often think about those FIFO families. Is that how you call it? FIFO, FIFO? Fly in, fly out. Yeah. Uh, You know, I first heard of that term on Instagram and I had no idea what it was. There's a whole community of wives, mothers whose partners are fly in, fly out. And I wonder if they share that experience of, oh, you're back and I need to accommodate for you back in our home space. You must like go, I can't wait till they get home. Can't wait till they get home to have a spare pair of hands and then be a bit like, can you like clean the toilet after you use it? Can you like, oh, I actually like that rug there. <laughs> when my husband came back from the UK, he like moved all this stuff around because we had this new flat and I'd put this rug there or whatever. And then he'd been there like two days and he started moving things around. And I was like, no, 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 no. I- I've-, I've done this. I've established the kitchen setup. The bowls go there. The forks go there. You can't come in here and move it all around. I must admit, I didn't realize what a privilege it was to be married to someone who is happy for me to just handle all of that shit. Oh, yeah. One of my girlfriends was saying to me the other day that her husband has an interest in home interiors and he's got a very specific style and taste. And so they have to meet in the middle. And she was telling me my dream Pinterest home is something that will never come to fruition. And look, to his 
credit, very good taste. Yeah. I'm not saying that he's like rogue with yeah. his taste and it's like, nah, mate. Good taste, but not necessarily hers. Mm. So they have to give and take a little. And I was like, ooh, can't relate. My husband's like... Whatever you want, babe, as long as it's within a budget. Oh, how good. And I yeah. have that freedom to be creative and play. Well, I don't, but I just force it on my husband. Like, he loves mid-century modern. Like, he's always loved that vibe. I'm like, nah. <laughs> I love mid-century <laughs> yeah, modern. I like it and appreciate it, but not for my own space. So like, what are you into? I, I don't know. I'm really into art deco. Love yeah. kind of like New York art deco. Yeah. And we've got an art deco apartment, so I'm like, obviously it's going to be art deco. And he's like, nah, mid-century. And I'm like, fuck off. Anyway, I'll just force my shit on him. <laughs> He just has to cop it. I think I just wear him down. It's a war of attrition. Hey, it works. <laughs> Whereas I'm all Hamptons Coastal Boho Luxe vibes. Ooh, the Hamptons Coastal Boho Luxe. <laughs> is that what your Pinterest board is called? Yes. Although I must say, now that I'm sort of 80% of my way through getting this house to a place that I'm happy with in terms of the design, I'm now like, oh, if I were to do this again... I know. I'd go totally different. It's like your wedding. I know. Right? Like you look back at your wedding and you go, oh my oh. God, if I got married now, I would do it completely differently. Oh my, my dress God. would be different. So differently. Yeah. I get a little bit cringy about my wedding. No, your wedding was perfectly matched with where you were at yes. at that time. And I disagree when people say, I want a timeless wedding yeah, dress. Totally. Me too. I think why go for the trend yes then it's a capsule piece of that moment in time totally kind of like when we look back at our formal dresses and how awful they all are oh i think they're sweet see i cringe but at the same time i'm like no because that's what i was vibing yeah yeah that was 2000 Gemma. your 2000 Gemma formal dress was (laughs) i don't even have a word for it i mean it it was all midriff it was like a midriff black low-cut halter neck backless top yeah i was basically naked up top midriff out with your belly ring yeah and like a floor length gold silk skirt yeah it was a vibe from memory you hadn't you didn't get it till like the day before correct and everyone was losing their mind over you because we'd all had our formal dresses for months yeah but can i just say something that i'm uber proud of (laughs) while everyone was dropping cash like, how much was your formal dress? Well, I don't know because I didn't buy it. <laughs> Did I? Because I'm a privileged white girl from Sydney. <laughs> I can say everyone's dresses, on average, were around $400. Mine was not $400. Bullshit. There's no way it was $400. It was. It was a slip of fabric. Yours was pink silk. It wasn't silk. Then what was it? Satin. And you know what? I thought I looked fat in it at the time. I'm going to put a photo on the Instagram and Facebook page because I showed my sister a photo of this formal dress recently and she goes, you look like a greyhound on its hind legs. (laughs) (laughs) But at the time I thought I was chunky. Yeah, No, you were fashionably emaciated. It's sickening, isn't it? It's like, I will admit, I was a very late developer. So in my teens, I was reiki. You were reiki gymnast vibes. Yeah, I was like, I want boobs. I want (laughs) hips. But I look back at even my 20s. In those moments where I thought I was overweight and I'm like, what the fuck? All these thoughts are so wasted. Like youth is truly wasted on the young. I look at Rafa and Iggy's skin. Look at that collagen. Poreless. Moonscape of a face. (laughs) (laughs) Formals was such a vibe. Is it an Australian thing? I guess it's prom in America. It is prom in America and it's not a thing in the UK. No. Isn't it? No. Because it's like bridgerton vibes. They must have like dances. Probably. I don't know. UK listeners, skate on in. It was so the event, wasn't it? Like we were, well, maybe not for you. 
doesn't seem like you were that into it. <laughs> I can tell you right now that the Halterneck black midriff top was from Block. Oh my god. And it was $69. Oh my, well, you know what? And my skirt was equally as affordable and my formal outfit was very El Cheapo. El Cheapo. <laughs> El Cheapo in the front row. And I'm proud of it. <sighs> I remember it rained on the day of our formal and it was going to be on a boat and we all cried. You didn't. The rest of us cried. <laughs> Yeah, but I've always been slightly left off, right? Like, I didn't come to schoolies. Yes. Normally you've got FOMO, but for weird, like, Aussie school events, you were like, eh, take it or leave it. (laughs) I genuinely believe it's because I grew up in a different system. Yeah, right. And then joined the Aussie system, and I was like, what is this rubbish? (laughs) But you were very here for the Shakespeare Festival. (laughs) Loved the Shakespeare Festival. Fizzing over that event. So I'm quietly stoked about something. Tell me. You'll be very proud. Tell me. Guess. What would make you proud of me? <gasps> did you get another daycare day? I did. Yes. Oh my God, you actioned it. I did action it. Good girl. I know. I felt like I was just a whinge queen on whinge FM and yep. I should do something about it for yes. once in my life. Yes. And? She starts next week. Oh, how do you feel? It's going to give me the mental space to feel like I properly finish out my work week. Yes. Rather than scrambling to the finish line of the end of the week. Well, not even reaching a finish line because you keep working through the weekend. Exactly. So I'm stooked. Yay. Oh, I'm so glad. So we'll be hearing no more whinging from you. Oh, yeah. None. <laughs> You're all for your life sorted now. Yeah. Do I need Fixed. to do this podcast anymore? Hey. Hey. <laughs> Back it up. <laughs> we'll say struggling with the guilts. Okay, talk to me about well, that. Well, it's the same as what I said last time where I feel bad at Rafa's age putting her in so many days because when she goes into the schooling system, it's going to be Monday to Friday. Till three. Yeah. That's a lot less. It's true. It's a short day. Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Because daycare hours are exceptionally long. It's like eight till six. Yeah. And I just feel like a shit parent. Trust me, you are going to have much more quality time with her now. The thing is, you have to own it. You work full time. I know. You're trying to do this like, oh, I work three and a half, four days. No, you work full time. (laughs) You work full time. Your kids need to be in care full time. It's so much better for her to have a full day of activities that is scheduled and planned out where she can interact socially with kids and have her day instead of you trying to do your work around her. I agree. Look, you have a day before you have a day, don't you? What does that mean? Well, before you start your day... As in what your colleagues see at work. Oh, You've had a whole day. Absolutely. I get to 9am and I'm like, wow, how is it not bedtime? Could go for a nap. <laughs> I know. By the time I sit down at my desk at work, I've been up since five something, cooked meals, packed lunches, gotten kids dressed, brushed teeth. Whacked on a load of laundry. Prepared for the day. Maybe bounce off a few emails. If I squeeze a shower and I'm winning. Yes. Sometimes a shower gets in there. That's a good day. Yep. Makeup on? Forget about it. Do you know when I know I'm really on point with my day? Is when I have time to do my eyebrows right. Oh, yeah. So this one time, I went to like one of those eyebrow specialists and she said to me, if you don't set aside time to do your eyebrows, don't do them. Oh, She said like to fill them in and make them look nice or to pluck them. Well, she just said they are not to be rushed. So if you don't have time, don't do them. If you have time, do them. But that in between, like I can quickly do an eyebrow. She's like, it Mm. just doesn't exist and it shouldn't exist. I am now at that point where I don't feel like myself if I haven't done my eyebrows. Same. I need them done. I agree. I don't feel like myself without my eyebrows on either, but... I haven't had the courage to take the step of microblading my brows no. because what I can't handle is when people have no makeup, 
but full brows. And that would be that would be you. It would be me because you wouldn't do your rest of your face. Exactly. Yeah, but no. also, I like to swim in the ocean, and so there's oh, often times. <laughs> I like to swim in the ocean. I like to just breathe looking at a view. <laughs> I love the sound between my toes. I kind of microbladed eyebrows. <laughs> no, but I mean, I just would look absurd because there's lots of times in my life where I'm not wearing makeup. True. But do you know what eyebrow trend I am very happy to see the back of? Okay. Are the slugs. The thick slugs. <laughs> the thick, shapeless, rectangular slugs. In the UK, they call them sharpie eyebrows. Oh, they're just <laughs> awful. There's still a few people who have solidly committed to it. It's huge in the UK. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. It's got to go. It was a real lockdown thing, I think, people having a go at like doing epic brows. Yeah, they were just overcommitting. Okay, so today is a very different episode for us. It is indeed. <laughs> we're doing something really left of field for us. Yep, we're going rogue. We're going rogue. We have a special guest on a non-guest format podcast. That's right. Because, <laughs> look, we've said before, we're like woo-woo adjacent. Yes. We're not like fully into it. I've never charged a crystal in my life. I saw that blood moon last night and was like, cool. <laughs> I don't know what that means. When people say things like Scorpio's in retrograde, I'm like, what does that mean for me? See, whereas I'm a Zodiac You're gal. way more into it than Love me. my Zodiacs. Also had huge appreciation for the moon and the eclipse. Mm-hmm. So I'm here for this. So we have with us today Anna Paula Boyd, psychic medium. I first came across to you, Anna, via Amy Gerard's Instagram. I mean, most people who listen must know Amy Gerard. She's one of the best mums on Instagram. She's so funny, keeps it very real, has three gorgeous children, which I believe you predicted. But anyway, before we get into that, I should introduce you, Anna. Welcome to We Don't Have Time For This. I love the title as well. I love your Insta handle. It's so cool. And as I was saying to you outside, I was like, where am I going? What am I doing? And I checked you out on Instagram and I followed you and I got kind of sucked in. I was like three slides in and I went, stop, stop, step back. You don't know what they're going to ask you. Uh, So get back, get back from this. Well, can I just say, I am in love with your accent. (laughs) I I love it. So you're Scottish, yes? Yes. So my husband's Scottish. Oh, really? So he's from Aberdeen. Oh, he speaks like that. He does. He's got a wee lilt in his accent. He does. Are you Glaswegian? Close to Glasgow, a place called Greenock. Okay. So your husband's called a chukter. I've heard of he's called a chukter. 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 I believe it's kind of like bogan. No, 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 it's from the north. All right. So if you were from like below Glasgow and like over the borders kind of way. Do you know who you sound like? You sound like Merida from Disney's Brave. Oh, I've been oh, told that. Yeah, you do. You sound just like her. So Gemini, you know, we don't have time for this, is the brand of our show because we generally don't have time for life. We're busy, full-time working mums. But we are always trying to improve and find the right way through life and we want to live a genuinely authentic and beautiful life and not to mention that we do make time for this podcast we do even though we don't have time for anything else (laughs) we're very committed to making time for this podcast because we love connecting with other mums see that's so lovely you know this was so lacking when i was a young mum because Mm. what i found in this country especially well it's the only other country i've really lived in for any length of time But because I'm alone here with my boys, there's just me and my three boys here. What I've found is there's just so many isolated mums and Mm. even more so now. So they're like, they've moved away to be with their partners or their careers or they've met someone overseas and they've stayed here because it's paradise. And then it's like, 
oh well am I doing the right thing you know has it got to be beyond mother's group or beyond some breastfeeding scenario or how you've given birth or hypnobirth and and I'm like jeez I'm glad I got my parenting that part of it over earlier in many ways because I didn't have so many people telling me things yeah there's a lot of noise yeah and it's really hard to sort of clear the path and hear your own voice and what you need in life and when you get so busy in that Mm. parenting mush it's so overwhelming Mm. and i think that often we forget to listen to our gut Mm -hmm. in parenting because we have access to endless amounts of information Mm. yeah that we actually bombard ourselves with it all and then we don't know which path to follow and what i love about our potty and what we pride ourselves on is that we're just not a parenting with a capital P podcast. It's funny, a dear listener slid into our DMs and she was like, I just love the advice you and Kate give. No. And I was very, I sent her a voicemail in response saying, um, we like to think that we don't dish out advice. And she was like, no, 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 that's not what I meant. I just feel like I'm a friend listening to my friends chat yeah. about parenting and learning from it. So I was like, okay, that's cool. Cause just to be clear, we're no experts. No experts. But it'd be great to hear first a little bit about like how you got into this. How did you discover that you had these talents? I was the kid at school that nobody talked to because she was a weirdo. Like, oh. so, no, no. I've always been like this. I was born like this. This is part of me. I've always been able to read people but made them feel really uncomfortable because I didn't know it was a thing. Oh, So sure. I would just like open my mouth and say things and I would make people very, very uncomfortable. Wow. I went to a lot of schools because my mum and dad moved around a lot. You know when you're always like the new kid and Mm. you would sit in the background and people go to talk to you and you'd just be very open and honest and then like within a week you weren't friends with anyone anymore. (laughs) So like you'd hang around with the janitor and I used to give out the milk and things like that. It just was one of those things. Could you pinpoint at a young age why you were different? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Very. Because I could see things other people couldn't see. Wow. That's so cool. You know, oh, was terrifying. Mm. Yes, of course. Because I used to get night terrors a lot. But what I've discovered through studying later is when children go through trauma, their souls fragment. And this comes back later in life. You know, when people go to the psychologist, they've got fear of abandonment or love issues or separation anxiety and things like that. It becomes most vivid for me dawn and dusk. So those like couple of hours done and dust. So and this is when children are like this as well. And children see spirits up till about the age of four or five. Often later, they will be chatting to people in spirit, and they will be, oh. Okay, so you have got. I'll talk to you about the stuff going on. Oh Oh my Um, gosh! Wow. You've got two. Yes. With a view to number three. No. There's so another baby of you, I told you. I'm freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) There there was just a wee, there's a wee person travelling alongside of you at the moment. Very strongly. I'm getting crazy goosebumps. Me too. Sorry. No, that's okay. You can edit this out. No, this is great. But yeah, there's there's another baby around you. Definitely. Okay. Um, In about a year. I don't think you're ready for it right now, but in about a year... So that would probably mean that you'll be pregnant towards it. Are you going on holiday soon? Two months? In two months, yeah. Mm. But fun. And, if, <laughs> and if I don't want to be another baby? Apparently the rhythm method doesn't work. <laughs> oh my god, Anna. What's the rhythm method? Pull out. <laughs> That's her method. <laughs> that, oh, really? Yes. I don't want another baby though. But I did have a, I did have a wig out. 
last week. I thought I was pregnant. But anyway. Oh, you're very fertile, so I mean, just be very cautious. Okay, you know, I'll be cautious. Can you tell us more about this little person that's near you? I am sweating. (laughs) Um, Look, it seems to be traveling, like it's thinking about what it wants to be right now. But at the moment, it's veering towards a little girl. Have you got a boy and a girl already? Yeah, I do. So veering towards a little girl, I feel like you need a little bit of support in the household. I feel like it's quite a male household you know whether it's that because of sport or surfing but it just feels like you need that balance and I think it's also to do with cousins as well that that I just feel it's like a male dominant family you've got yeah all all the cousins are boys no oh no now there's Willa but she's quite outnumbered oh yeah oh (laughs) as in my kids cousins yeah Rafa was was the only girl until very recently a little girl joined my niece yeah, she's my first niece. Oh. And we would always joke about how it's such a boy band. Yeah. And we're like, this band of brothers, they're all going to grow up together and poor Rafa's the only girl. But now our little Willa Rose has just joined our oh, family. Pretty names. Yeah. Get the opportunity to maybe use another one of those pretty names that you've got in your car. Oh my God, I was so excited. I'm sweating. <laughs> I'm sweating right now. I said to you last week, I really feel there's another baby in you. <laughs> like we... Are done. <laughs> like we're well, apparently done. you're not. Like, I can't deal. All right, so should we do gem first then? I guess mm. while you're well, we're well, in it now. Well, yeah. What I'm going to do is I have two crystals and or a crystal in each hand, and they're a gift for you. So we're going to charge them during this podcast. Your first crystal charging, revs. <laughs> I haven't charged them or anything. So after today, it would be really good if you took them down to the water and just kind of washed them in the ocean. Okay, so there's one in each hand. Just pick a crystal. I'm going to pick this one. Do I do this one? Yeah. So I got you two very different crystals. So just close your eyes and hold on to them. What you're going to do now is you're going to hold your crystal and you're going to pick out a card each. And you're going to put the card on here on the table face down so you can't see what it is. I don't know what to pick. (laughs) I'm going to go on the end and go rogue. (laughs) Right. Now, this is your card for yourself. So have that on your left. Mm -hmm. Right. And now you're going to read a card for each other because I'm going to show you how amazing you are. (laughs) Okay. Who wants to talk first? I think we'll just take the pressure off you for a second while you just go into this lovely panic. sitting in this lovely spiral can you feel it yeah oh definitely you feel like you're gonna throw up your anxiety is sitting up here like, so high upper heart thymus yeah. into the throat chakra she's like i just want to scream right now <laughs> now the card that you chose for yourself turn that over so that's me revs yeah. i'm doing that now yeah oh enchanted uh, forest Look at the beautiful full moon in that. Yeah. And all the love coming from it. It's very exciting. Any words that spring to mind from this? Adventure? Mm-hmm. Excitement? Mm-hmm. A little bit of danger? <laughs> and the crystal. Well, how do you feel holding on to that? I feel like I'm clinging to it. <laughs> it feels very warm. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, mine's really hot. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I'm kind of holding on to it very hard. Anything grab you? Anything come to mind right now? <laughs> I feel like you can see what I'm thinking. She's like, do I have another child as well? What if I told you you did? Another child? Mm. Really? Mm. There's an opportunity for you if you want to take it. Really? Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of emotion around having children for you. Was it difficult? Yes. 
The you? first one was very yeah. difficult. And the second one? Well, he was he came easily. I yeah. didn't have to try. Yeah. yeah. You don't have twins. No, no okay. twins. Why? What are you well, telling how, me, Anna? <laughs> how old is your youngest? Four. You might just like break the seal to having one very close to the other, but it does feel like there's two more children around you. Two more? Yeah. We have to really start to understand that children are up there mapping their own course here. If you've had your chart done properly by a proper astrologer, you'll understand it's like you're being profiled. You choose this path, you choose your parents, they're part of your soul family. But we do travel with a soul family and a set amount of consciousness around us. And as a soul family, we develop as well. We collect information. We keep it in the Akashic Records where everybody keeps their information, which is what I tune into. But it does feel that there are definitely other little people in... Are you thinking about moving? (laughs) Because I feel like you're going to get a bigger house. You've got a really nice house coming for you. Are you renovating? Uh, maybe. (laughs) It's the choice between the moving and the renovating. There's going to be like a huge opportunity come up for you around about August where a house is just going to be there and you're going to go, I I can't not take this. And it's got like a lovely big garden, which I feel you're lacking. Yep. So, <laughs> oh my god I'm wigging out I'm wigging out too. and then when you get to that point where you're feeling like really comfortable I think that's where someone's going to sneak in what do you mean by that like into your body oh, <laughs> oh my god. god and then grow like oh. the little aliens that they do they're oh so adorable god. look at you've gone hot <laughs> oh my god I'm I so sorry you're, someone's gonna sneak into my body <laughs> your chest is very red <gasps> not the three o'clock sneak into your body you know the love cuddle but just the other one yeah <laughs> <laughs> the one that makes babies oh my god yeah now, that is a piece of um, chloride quartz. That's a healer crystal. So if you look at that, it's got like little residual bits of where fauna and flora have fallen to the bottom of the, the mud and then crystallized, which wow. is really exciting. So that's called a healer quartz. And you, my darling, yes. have picked up a piece of mookite. Mookite? Mookite. Mookite. Like Cute. Yeah. I love that. And it's from South Australia. It's actually native to Australia. And I just love it. To me, it's just full of grounding. You actually picked the right crystal. You've picked one that's like a high vibration, but it's grounding. Because I feel you need it after that news. <laughs> Gem's a lot more grounded than me. Always has been. I was about to say that this crystal is in my palette. <laughs> oh, yes, I can see that. We have this joke on the podcast that I have a life palette and it's full of earth tones. Our dear listeners can't see it. I'll take a photo of it and post it, but it's full of 50 shades of brown. Yeah, isn't it's, it divine? It's delicious. It's like Australia colour. It's so beautiful. I love that crystal. There's babies coming in right now, and I feel like you're going to get these babies yourselves. Like, they come in, and they are... They don't sleep. They're like, I'm not sleeping. Oh, Fuck yeah. this. I had one of those. This is my very first time on this earth, and I want to know everything. What is that? What is this? Can I eat it? Can I lick wait, it? Wait, 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 Anna, know, are I you saying that it? if we have more children, they won't sleep? Because I need to know this information now. Crucial, crucial, crucial bit of information. I think it's more knowing how to manage them. Okay. As they come in. Okay, we can do that. You know, mm. and how to manage your expectations. So, Anna, if Jem's got a little girl coming to her... Just go with it. Just I go, go with it. I am not ready to <laughs> lean into this. Just go with it. If Jem's got a little girl coming, and I've potentially got two, 
Are they girls, boys? What's coming for me? I feel there's masculine energy around you very strongly. No, Anna! <laughs> um, as a mother of boys, in this day and age, they're easy. Boys are easy. But I have a funny feeling that if I look at your wee boy at the moment, and he's gorgeous, like he's a wee trooper, like he's got like strawberry blonde hair and it's really thick, and he's just, he's a wee chunk, you know, he's perfect he's got something with his feet as well he tends to kind of roll his toes in towards one another as he stands like he's he would be a goofy footer like surfer and he's really like i'm here now like he's done the you know the superhero drop oh yeah seen that? Like, so, oh, yeah i'm yeah. here that's how he's going to be delivered as well <laughs> no, i'm just kidding <laughs> wow wow but he's come here on a mission i can see him like balling up his fists and having this wee face However, behind him, there's a wee girl. So just so you know, she's hiding. She's like, you go first, I'm coming next. The wee boy's actually been your father before, so there'll be times where this wee boy is like saying to you, you're not my father. <laughs> what do you mean he's been my father before? In another life. Oh. Yeah. Wow. We get to have many lives. Although it's a pretty new soul, he's been here for very significant points in history so the last time he was here he saw the zeppelin going on fire oh which was the last time that the stars were aligned in this state of chaos and growth so i don't know if you've heard we've gone into age of aquarius technically it's not really but it is the aquarian age so we've moved out of the time of pisces we've moved into the time of aquarius on the 21st of december all of the planets aligned to cause this chaos that's coming right now and this chaos is all about change three major planets in retrograde and it's going to be chaos to the end of the year and they're going to keep going round in this and it causes chaos and change happens and can you tell me about when you come together with another person in a love relationship and how that fits into that it's almost like there's a spell cast over you in many ways because i'm divorced and i've been single for 14 years people would say to me why didn't you see that and now in hindsight, I've got to like look at it and go, you know what, what mirror was he holding up to me? What was I not doing in my life that needed to be done? Because I'd never planned to have children. I was out in Australia having an adventure and this just happened. In many ways, a lot of the psychics that I know that I speak to about this, they're like, it was just a lesson we had to learn. And if we knew how hard it was going to be, we would have never entered into it and our mm. children would never have come into the equation. So true. And you've got to kind of look at that and go, you know what? If you knew beforehand everything, would you do it? No. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> no, you're right. You wouldn't. And that's just one of those things. If, if we knew too much, we wouldn't do it. And it's so funny because you actually write this before you come down. It's like a manifesto. You manifest it. Like there's one of these in your Akashic records where you've written down a soul contract of what you're going to do when you get here. And wow. then something happens between the ages of zero and five where you forget it all. And then you spend the rest of your life trying to kind of remember it. You know, why Seek did it come it here? What yeah. am I doing? So it's quite fascinating. It's written on the card is mystery, magic and excitement in Enchanted Forest. The full moon always represents emotion and completion. And then you've got your beautiful tree of life and all the branches coming off it. There's going to be more love in your life. 
and it's something very emotional you know how do I want to go through the rest of my life what have I planned for myself what do I want out of life and it's like but always leave a little room for mystery and magic so that it can actually come through and to me personally on this card there's a lot of love and communication and there's a lot of love in what you have around you and those branches are like your relationships and those people around you but I do feel there's more coming if you want it She's like, give me that card back right now. <laughs> no, I'm just looking at it. I'm just looking at it and trying to imagine what yeah, that could well, be. It's a tree of life. You want your alignment to be towards your soul star. And we've all got a soul star above us and an earth star below us. And that's what grounds us to the earth. Can we do Jen's card? Yes. I haven't even asked you your birthday. When's your birthday? December. The 19th. Really? Yeah. So you're a crazy sajo. I am I'm a sajo. I'm not surprised. I'm fiery. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Remembrance. Mm. Resurfacing of past feelings and emotions. That's actually Kate's card. Yeah, that that's the one I picked for Kate. Yeah. So resurfacing of past feelings and emotions. Yeah. So we've just kind of done that to you with that card, haven't we? We just brought a lot of stuff up. And you picked that one out. Yeah, me. I did. I did. And there's a lot of emotion in that card. Can you see it? There's a lot of emotion. Yeah. You know, and a lot of that Waves. emotion is about um, communication in that card. So for our dear listeners, it's a picture of a what I can only describe as a goddess wading through what looks like quite choppy waters. Yeah. It's not calm waters, it's choppy waters. And then she's kind of wrapped in ivy or some sort of plants. Mm. It's an earthly goddess that has been trapped in her emotions to a certain degree. When's your birthday? July 15th. Oh, a Cancerian. Mm. Of course. Well, look at her. Look. <laughs> Ruled by the moon. And there she is in her water, in her natural element. <laughs> <laughs> what does this mean for me, Anna? <laughs> Tell me what's going to happen. <laughs> Nothing. I just you're just a beautiful woman and like you have more you're not finished yet in many ways you've got your career you know you're gonna write one to three books I'm not sure how many one will be a child's book which is very pertinent towards one of your children who has a different way of learning things you're gonna really enter into that phase of your life that's very almost like a teacher role but not as a teacher like as a leader as someone that is very comfortable in her own body with her own energy her own talents her fun her vitality and you're going to actually just encourage people to be the same you know follow your own star that's cool I love that I love it too yeah. it sounds awesome can't and, wait <laughs> and you're gonna have a whole lot of like family and things that are resources to you so that's that's you there Gemma wow, okay. now you get to pull this one over and Kate gets to read the other one now so is that the one you drew for that's me that's what I chose for you oh okay. I'll take a photo of the ones that are apparently me yeah <laughs> and we can put this all up on the yep. Facebook and Insta so, dear listeners, I'm going to flip over my card that I drew for myself. And it's a beautiful lotus yep. flower. Yep. And it says, achievement. Keep focused on your dream. Ooh. I love that. That gives yeah. me warm fuzzies. That's very good yeah. for you. I'm very dream focused and orientated. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I feel with you... It is a lot to do with um, your third eye. I feel like you're, you're like really starting to follow your intuition better than you ever did in your life. Understanding your gut is very important. And, and also in this 
this being the color that it is is like remembering your mighty I am presence I am beautiful I am capable I am magnificent I am happy I'm joyful I'm having great fun every single day you know I'm worthy of love and belonging all those beautiful things always remember to just keep blossoming them out and around the petals on the outside is the solar plexus chakra so everything that you do with childlike joy and love you will be successful at there's a lot of heart energy around this so do all things with love then you've got your communication in your third eye again i feel like you've been going through a conscious awakening for quite some time yeah but it's just polarizing and and all will all that will happen will, will be that you'll take the journey inwards and then outwards and then once you've kind of gone to a certain level you'll go back in again and out again and that is just the natural ebb and flow of life i love that i do feel like i'm more me probably in the last four or five years than i've ever felt i've never felt more comfortable in who i am i've never felt more clarity about my purpose <laughs> and i do try and do everything with love especially in career because for me, career is important, but I have to enjoy it yeah. and have fun along the way. Yeah. Because I know we're going to work for the majority of our lives and for a very, very long time, and I want to enjoy it. Absolutely. That's that's a key to success. Like, if you're doing something that you love, you're never not going to be successful. But then a lot of people define success as money. Money comes later, and money's not really a real thing. If you get up every single day and you've had a good day and you're smiling and... No matter what comes at you, you're like, oh, I navigated it well or I negotiated well. Or usually with children, it's navigation and negotiation. But if you get to the end of the day and you go to bed and like, you feel like having a cuddle, yeah, then you've made it. Totally. You know? I 100% agree with you on the money thing. It comes later. It's a byproduct yeah. of doing what you love and enjoying it. And that's a success at the end of the day. If you've still got a smile on your face and you're going to bed feeling good and fulfilled. Absolutely. If you still have time for your partner and he's still got time for you at the end of the day, then that's a winner. Yeah. You know, you've still got that communication between you. Or if you don't have time and energy for one another, that you can still turn around to each other and say, I'm just tired. It's not yeah. that I don't love you or appreciate you. Mm. It's just that I'm tired. Mm. You know, instead of like, oh, fuck, my job sucks. And mm, then other negativities come into your energy field. Mm. So doing what you love is just so I agree. Can I tell yes. my card that I chose for Jeff? Yeah. Okay. Oh, God. Here we go. Oh. Healing. Healing. Reconnecting with your true nature. Oh, my gosh. That's so you, what you just said. Yeah. I love that. Kate's just a little bit freaked out by all of this. I am. <laughs> I am. So this card, Healing, that I picked for Jem is a woman, and she's in nature she's almost like leaning against a tree and there's like a really warm heart emanating light out from the tree and she's got her eyes closed and she's sort of meditating i guess you could say she's listening to what the tree has to say she's listening to the tree the tree has a heartbeat and she's listening i use heartbeats and trees for reiki for people that can't relax and um She's tuned right into the whispers of the tree. She as... looks very serene, mm -hmm. I must say. She's the right tones for your mukai as well. <laughs> I know. <laughs> She's all on the palette. She's beautiful. So what does that mean for Jim? Well, I really think you're on the right path. What you were just describing is a healing. Well, I know what it is to be lost. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Everybody knows 
themselves well will admit that there's been times in their life where they've just been lost. It's like a ship without a rudder. And you've just kind of got to go with it until you do find yourself. And what will happen will be God or the universe or a higher being will nudge you in the right direction gently. But at the moment, what's coming up is there's a, a lot of people have been ignoring the gentle nudge of going in the right direction. They've been sticking in the wrong relationships. They've been in a crap job or they're like doing a crap course at uni and they're just like sticking with it. They're like, oh, I just got to stick with this. And they're making themselves sick and their relationships are falling apart and they're just kind of going, you know, I'm going to make this work. Instead of like taking a huge step back and going, you know what, flip the table, start again. I think the thing that scares people most in the world is change. Definitely. You know, change, fear of the unknown. And the thing is, everything is unknown. Everything is unknown. And when you trust that and that there's a higher sense of sanity to all, you just kind of go with it and you trust and you surrender and off you go and things work out. They do work out. I agree. I was definitely someone who feared change, but then change was thrusted upon Mm. me against my choosing. And then my life was forced onto a different path and then after I saw that it was actually a gift and I dodged a bullet now I embrace change Mm. was that a job a dead-end kind of job (laughs) energy part of it yeah yeah and it was a high-profile job too (laughs) (laughs) that career change was enormous in my life and you'd worked so hard to be there and then it just was like I'm going to use the word from Pirates of the Caribbean hollow and not but ash yeah yeah definitely didn't give you the fulfillment you thought it would no and i had worked so hard and i think the harder you work on something and the more time you give it the harder it is to let go Mm. and uh yeah i had to change directions and start over it's a moment where you realize that you're just working your ass off for someone else's dreams to come true i felt like i was working my ass off no dreams coming true (laughs) not for anyone or myself I didn't know why I was in it anymore yeah the other thing is the death of the ego as well where you kind of just have that moment where you're like am I here for my ego or am I here for my soul oh yeah the industry I was in is particularly full of ego and I think anyone who goes into it including Mm. myself was validated by approval, applause, all that kind of stuff. And it's amazing once you let that go. Was it film industry women? Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some real damage there. Same. (laughs) A lot of damage. Mental anxiety and sickness and families destroyed. And it's just, again, Bill Nye, hollow and not but ash. (laughs) Yeah. It's a very toxic space. It's a hard industry to thrive in. Even for those I know who are at the top of their game, there's still so much dissatisfaction. And that's when I went, wow, they're somewhere where I thought I would want to be and they're still dissatisfied. So I want out. I just wanted a simpler life, really. You wanted more control. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this this thing that you've written, I feel like you're going to do really well in other countries as well. Like I don't think it's just going to be an Australian thing. And I just feel that you're going to do really, really well in countries that are really struggling at the moment. People are going through huge awakenings. So countries like Canada and New Zealand are going to really log on to you and America. What? I'm just 
What? Jem looks really shook right now. Like she's like got the shivers. What? You'll what? be surprised. What about Canada and New Zealand? We have a lot of hatchlings specific to Australia, New Zealand and Canada. That's mm. already come true. Oh, really? <laughs> Just in the last week. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's well, And that's so specific. That is very specific. <laughs> like weirdly specific. I'm not searching at the moment. I'm not in a stage no. of my life where I'm searching. I have been in stages of my life where I'm desperately searching for clarity on my future, whether it was love or career or anything. And so I've been to see mediums or clairvoyants or it's really interesting for me to be doing this with you because when the opportunity came up through Kate, I was all for it. But it isn't necessarily something that I would have done because I'm I'm in this weird I don't know is it annoying to say no. this but I'm just very content and in my life. And it's interesting what's come up because it's like well the cards yeah. are very indicative of where I'm at. Yeah, like I want to almost freeze time. Oh, it's wonderful. I think people did last year. I think especially your generation, the indigos. I feel that you guys were like, oh, stop the world! I want to get off, and it did. It literally yeah. ground yeah. to a halt so we could all stop. And breathe. Every, yeah. Stop everything, just boom, children, boom, career. You know, mm. boom, back to yes. work. Like, then school, then high school, then HSC. Like, chuck yeah. them out of school, get them at university. Then what are you going to do with yourself? Oh, my grandchildren? Yeah. Like, fuck that. Yeah. You want to enjoy every single day. You want to look at your kids and go, I'm in no rush for you to grow up. Mm. Yeah, and you're so right that we were forced to pause Get off the hamster wheel yeah. because that is a society that we're in yeah. and reflect. And I feel like I was definitely one of those people who was like, onto the next thing. What's the next thing? What's the mm. next box ticking thing that I want to achieve in life or tick yeah. off or whatever? And last year, everything coming to a halt just made me um, readjust my feelings towards refocus. gratitude. Yeah. yeah, refocus. And my husband's very good at practicing gratitude, very good at it. He is one of those people who's like, every day, he's like, we're so lucky to live in Australia. So have, you, have you seen the moon tonight? Oh, not even last night. <laughs> he's like, what a day it is. You know, oh, it's 27 degrees in autumn. <laughs> like, he's so, he is. He's, he's a positive he Polly. And he's he like, look at the ocean today. Look at the conditions of the day. You know, I don't know. He's just, it's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. I, I finally, I want to say, is there anything that we, like Gemini, need to address, look out for, prepare for? I think just keep yourselves as grounded as you can because I feel that you're about to go a bit more stellar than you even think. Like, I feel that this, what you've got going on here, is going to end up, like, beyond the podcast. People love it. Like, they love it. And I just feel like you two are going to just go stellar with this. And I do feel writing for you, but you're going to do more, um, more like a production part of it. Like you might have like a little kind of, I just keep seeing comedy, like little, um, you know, um, I do see you later in life being a bit of a Patsy and Adina. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we'll take that. Oh my God, I love that. that. But more, more in a kind of this way, inclined to. Where you're looking at your kids and they've grown up and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Remember That'll totally when, be us. You know, and the, the Chardonnay is like, maybe not Chardonnay, that's my generation. You might be the rosé. I love Chardonnay. <laughs> and you love a rosé. I love a rosé. I actually see you doing a cooking segment and things like that. You know, really cooking random segment. things. Yeah, right. Like, you know, bring back the scone. You know, <laughs> yes. 
I see more of that for you and I just see you guys like just stellar career but I do see you writing and I see you producing so I don't mean that's just content for each other I see that you're going to produce things like people talking and having frank and honest conversations that are really funny but yes, thank you so much for having me today. Thank you for thank coming you in. For coming it was in. amazing. It's so good to hang It's been out. lovely to hang. Where um, can people find yes, you? Yes, where can people find you, Anna? Well, because I'm very disorganised, my website came down. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Instagram? Yeah, Instagram's the best place. Can people um, slide into your DMs? Yes. Your handle on Instagram is... Style Misfit. Yeah. At Style Misfit. Thank you for reading us and yes. t- telling us about our future children. Yeah, I know. Wild. But yes, I am the baby whisperer. I see, I see babies. You'll be really surprised. Okay, first of all, the cards that we drew for ourselves I and can't. for each other. I can't. It's insane. I can't. It was eerily spot on i know the fact that she even got us to draw for each other i know as she was leaving anna said to us i don't normally do that but then like must have been one of your guardians said go and get the healing cards yeah she said she wasn't planning to bring the cards so yeah more children huh i can't deal with that no and not far away for you well she did say that if that's really what i don't want that i am in control of that yes you don't have to take that path. No. Yeah. And I'm quite relieved because what it's done is made me reassess how careless Hubs and I are being. Yes. And, you know, Iggy was a whoops baby. Yeah. And I really, really don't want to experience pregnancy again. Yeah. Yeah. Even for a beautiful little girl? No. <laughs> wow. Well. well. I guess, like, should we do, like, our regular thing and we're not sponsored? <laughs> we probably should. You're still with us? I did wonder, though, that if there were any new dear listeners jumping in the podcast in this episode... For the first time? If they were like, cool, What's who's Kate? <laughs> who's Jem? I don't care. I don't care about the incoming small children. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a few sceptics listening, trying to find holes in everything. Sure. Or generalizations in everything she said. But you know what? It's a fun experience. Isn't it fun? And like, there are things that she just couldn't have known. I know. I mean, I guess it's if, it's like horoscopes, right? Like yeah. if it helps you and if it speaks to what you're feeling, it can only help. Yes. You know, it can't hurt. Okay, not spotty. What have you got for me, my love? Look, I'm quite happy with my not spotty today because it's not... Are you ever not? (laughs) (laughs) The reason why I'm particularly happy with it is because I'm not asking dear listeners to part with money. Actually, no, retraction. Look, it is a Spotify playlist. Okay. It is a Spotify account, Ah, I should say. Okay. If you're a frequent follower of my stories on Instagram... You will know that I love sharing videos of the beach or little vignettes cut together of my kids at the beach. And I always put a beautiful song over the top of it. So I often get asked, how do you choose your music? How do you find your music? The thing is, I can take zero credit (laughs) because the king DJ in our household is my husband. Yes. He is completely talentless (laughs) in the music department. Like I'm talking tone deaf can't play an instrument that vibe but 
the guy has playlist creating skills. I know. Where did it come from? Like he makes banger after banger playlists. I don't know. He knows a tune. Covert. Covert. Yeah. He's a real mixed bag of surprises. Yeah. Low key talent. It is quite a sexy skill to be able to put together a playlist. It's like the old mixtape. Yes. Right? It's yeah. like, did he ever make playlists for you when you first got together? No. Oh, well, good one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry to uh, <laughs> cock block you there. But um, he started making playlists for every holiday oh, nice. that we had. Oh, and cool. do you know what's so lovely about that is then there's a sequence of songs that will always take you straight back yes. there. And who doesn't want to like reminisce on your holiday? So yeah. a song comes on and I'll be like, oh my God, that was Byron 2017. Oh, you know, fun. like it's that vivid and specific. Cool. So his Spotify account... It's kind of a lame Spotify name. <laughs> like my husband, it has absolutely no creativity to it. It's Matthew underscore Rooney dash AU. Not to be confused with Matthew Rooney US <laughs> or Matthew Rooney China. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted to make a retraction is because I realize that not everyone has Spotify. So yes. if you don't have Spotify, yes, you'll have to sign up. It's a up. free version. Oh, yeah. That's true, yeah. but it's with ads. It's got ads. No one's got time for that. <laughs> now, I just want to recommend some specific playlists. Yep. Numero uno, uber popular, his birthing playlist. Oh my God. That he put together for me, for Aww. both kids. He created one for Rafa. And then when Iggy came along, he like topped it up with some new tunes. And it's one of my favorite playlists full of beautiful, atmospheric, moody, but empowering, uplifting-y, cool. chilled vibes. Like every midwife who walked into my birthing suite was like, oh my God, great playlist. Wow. Yeah, so that's awesome. What a surprise package he is, this Matthew Rooney. He really is. <laughs> now, if you want my favorite chilled out tunes playlist, check out the one called Freshy Coffee Sunrises. I know it. I know it well. So many people DM me saying that they love doing work to that oh, playlist. Okay. And I'm going to give you one last favorite playlist of mine. It's called Two as in the number two, many tequilas, 90s music. Oh, here for that. Yeah. And if you want to trip down memory lane with yes. banger after banger, that makes you go, oh my God, oh my God. Like yep. crazy town butterflies. Remember that? Oh my God. All Saints never ever. <gasps> never ever have ever felt so low. <laughs> oh God. Not one app goes by without us trying to sing a song. A few questions that I need to know. How you could ever hurt me so? I need to know what I did wrong. Are we just gonna? And how long it's been going on? Yeah, so that's my not funny bit of a Spotify one. Love it, love it. Well, the weather's getting colder, isn't it? And we all need to snuggle up lately, don't we? That is the worst regional English accent I've ever heard. Really, the worst. Yeah, it's getting cold outside. I actually can't. Okay, guys, it's getting cold outside, and you know what I like to do when it's cold? Snuggle the fuck up in some yummy pajamas. I thought you were going to say get that naked and just run around free bowling. Why are you trolling me today? I don't know. I'm, I've just had my soul read and I feel like <laughs> I need to like take it out on someone else. You're agitated. <laughs> I'm feeling very antsy, agitated with hot flushes, thinking I'm pregnant. Um. Okay, so I'm recommending some pajamas Ooh. from 
Elka Collective. Oh, I love Elka Collective. Me too. It's a Melbourne brand. It's actually run by a bunch of mums. I think the head designer is a mum as well. These PJs are everything you want in pajamas. They are soft. They're ribbed. They're a grey that is nice. I don't know. They're just really comfy. <laughs> Did not do a good sell there. They have a long sleeve and a short sleeve version, but they're like luxe version of the Qantas pajamas that I'm obsessed with. Ooh. So if anyone's ever been privileged enough to get their hands on a pair of Qantas pajamas, everyone knows they're a bit culty. They do go on eBay for a lot of money because they're so comfy. These are like the luxe, nicely designed women's version of those. Can I jump on your Elka Collective coattails? Yes. I have a coat oh, of theirs. Yes, I love it. It's gingham or plaid what would you say it's more plaid than gingham tartan (laughs) it's one of those timeless pieces that i will have forever and every time i wear it someone asks me where it's from it's from the elka collective and it's made from wool so it is an investment but it, it just will never date it's so beautiful it's got a timeless shape timeless i think you're wearing it in your hatchery collateral i am yeah yeah love it and I'm actually wearing an Elko Collective jumper oh now. God, you are. <laughs> and actually, every time I wear this, someone asks me where I got it from. It's so comfy and uh, warm. We're and it's wool such as well. super fans. So there we go. Elka Collective PJs. Get amongst it. Cue the outro. Slap that face. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast. Don't forget to leave us a review on Apple. Oh, yeah, do that. And like us on Spotify. Is that what you do? Oh, now you're just getting thirsty. All right, all right, turn it off.